Hey everyone, happy Wednesday and welcome back to another episode. My name is Steph. And I'm Lex. And we are Chasing Childhood, a weekly podcast where we revisit our favorite childhood movies and video games to see if they still hold up as adults. First things first, I have to apologize in advance. I am home alone and (laughs) my dogs like to announce it to all of New Jersey that they're protecting me. So just warning you guys, you might hear some puppers in the background. They're like, hey, hey, in case anyone needed to know, we're alone. (laughs) I assume that they have Jersey accents, too. They're just like, hey. What are you doing? Like, get some coffee. I think of those, uh, what is it, those two guys, and they're like, what's your name? (laughs) Ezekiel, F you, Ezekiel. What's your name? Tony. F F you, Tony. Tony. (laughs) That's one of my favorite things. (laughs) So accurate. Um, But yeah, we are watching another DCOM. It's DCOM time. This is such a good one, too. It's a great one. Today, we are revisiting the Even Stevens movie. Oh, I'm so happy. (laughs) I'm so excited. I wanted to do this decom for a long time, and I don't know why. (laughs) We just, like, never could fit it in or just thought to fit it in. But when we originally, like, launched the podcast, I was like, I can't wait for the Even Stevens movie. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, I I completely forgot about this. I honestly, I for a second, I was reviewing um, all the background info and stuff. And I was like, is this even considered a DCOM? Because yeah, I feel right? like this is like Lizzie McGuire style, right. like the Lizzie McGuire movie style. And I'm like, is that technically a DCOM? Like, I need to know the rules. Can someone give me the handbook for what is a DCOM and what is not? Yeah, they said that this one is the first DCOM that was based off of a TV show. So, like, this is the first time that a TV show continued into a DCOM. Oh, I thought the Lizzie McGuire one was. Lizzie McGuire isn't considered a DCOM because it was released in (gasps) theaters. Ooh. So this is the first one that was just released on Disney Channel and was a continuation of a show. And I guess they tried to get it made, like, for theaters. Like, they tried to release it in theaters. And Disney was like, oh, even Stevens doesn't have a big enough following the way Lizzie McGuire does. And I'm like... I would have gone and seen this in theaters. Like I absolutely would I have gone and seen this. Absolutely. It's so funny too because I was like, what I was like, wait a second. This isn't a decom. Like, I feel like there are so many movies that I thought were decoms that are not. And everything is a lie and the world is crumbling. And I just want to go take a nap. <laughs> it's really hard out here. <laughs> All right, wanna get into it? Uh sure. Don't make me twist your arm. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm very excited. (laughs) I'm very excited. Sorry, guys. I'm joking. The Even Stevens movie is a 2003 American Disney Channel original movie, DCOM, that is based on the Disney Channel original series, Even Stevens. It was directed by Sean McNamara, who also did Casper Meets Wendy and Raise Your Voice, and written (laughs) by Dennis Rinsler and Mark Warren, who both worked on Full House and That's So Raven together. (laughs) I'm sorry. I literally can hear the riff scene in my head for the Hillary <laughs> Duff Raise Your Voice. Was that stupid. even her voice? No, there's no way. <laughs> no way. Not a chance. <laughs> like literally, it's so ridiculous. 
Uh, but anyways, so the TV movie stars series regulars Shia LaBeouf, Christy Carlson Romano, Donna Pascal, Tom Virtue, Nick Spano, Stephen Anthony Lawrence, A.J. Trouth, Fred Myers, and Margot Harshman, but also features some new characters played by SNL alumni Tim Meadows, who you might also know from Mean Girls, Dave Coulier from Full House, and more. The Even Stevens movie premiered on June 13th, 2003, and like its predecessor, the Lizzie McGuire movie, this film served as the series finale. It had over 5.1 million viewers who turned into the TV movie at the time of its release, and I was one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my 15 personalities were 16 of them, okay? (laughs) So filming for the Even Stevens movie was done on location in Hawaii, specifically at Kua... How do you pronounce that one? It's Kualoa. I've been there. Ooh. Kualoa Ranch. I've been there. I love how you were like, listen. I got really excited when I saw it in the movie. I I was watching it and I was like, wait, that's Kualoa Ranch in Oahu. (laughs) Literally, when I watched this, I was like, that's Jurassic Park. Yeah. Like, who are they they fooling? Yeah, they actually talk about that. They take you to all the places where they filmed Jurassic Park in 51st States. So Love that. It's very so cool. it was filmed at Kualoa Ranch. Did I say that right? Yeah, you did great. Ooh, thank you. Um, in Oahu, where films like huh, Jurassic Park, who Whoa. knew, 51st <laughs> States, what? And Jumanji were all filmed. Very, very awesome. Just like one of the prettiest places to visit. Obviously not right now, guys. Yeah, not Be, right now. Yeah. But it's it's very cool. It's a it's a wild to see like I'm literally standing where like all these dinosaurs were in this movie. So. <laughs> They're not, they weren't actually their stuff. They, they weren't were. actually there, but I can pretend. <laughs> She's like Jeff Goldblum was though, and that's all that matters. <laughs> I can feel him in the earth. <laughs> But yeah, so that being said, guys, we can't mention Hawaii without acknowledging the wildfires. So please, if you're able to give love and support to those affected in the wildfires, like donating to the Maui Strong Fund or just spreading awareness on how to donate. Yes, please especially support all of the natives who have now lost a lot of their homeland and their houses and sacred ground. Yeah. Like it's that's really hard for them. You know, their their country really of Hawaii has Mm -hmm. been devastated already so much, especially by tourism. So yeah, as much as I talk about how much I loved it there, like we really need to support the natives at this time. Yeah, definitely. So the TV movie was nominated for a Directors Guild Award and the young cast earned five Young Artists Award nominations with Josh Keaton being the only winner. Josh played Mutai or Jason. (laughs) (laughs) So if you haven't seen this since the early 2000s or if you forgot this TV movie even existed. How? 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 (laughs) Here's a plot summary straight from Disney+. Plus. Oh, wow. This is so short. Okay. So, so short. <laughs> <laughs> An all expenses paid vacation ends up costing the Stevens their sanity. I mean, yeah, that really just like wraps it up. <laughs> I'm like, isn't that any vacation with a family? Like- yeah, truly. Any vacation with your family by the end, you just want to kill them all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so true. I'm like, isn't doesn't every vacation cost you your sanity a little by little? Just a um, little bit. 
Just a little bit. So let's get into our fun facts. Let's do it. So Shia LaBeouf filmed Holes, which came out in 2003 as well, in between wrapping of the show Even Stevens and the filming of this movie. So he was booked and busy. He was a booked baddie, okay? I Not anymore, can't. but at the time. <laughs> he was. Past tense, guys. Past tense. Um, <laughs> in the past. So just like Stephanie's Jurassic Park. <laughs> um, but yeah, Holes, iconic. I could not get enough of that movie. Yeah, it's crazy. He's like 16, I think, in both of these. And I'm like very confused about their ages. We'll talk about it. Yeah. But like the ages of the characters in this make no sense to me. <laughs> so yeah, so let's finish our fun facts real quick and then we'll we'll talk about the ages, guys. We'll Don't talk you worry. about it. So the movie shares similarities with the film The Truman Show, which came out in 1998. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's so good. However, there was an original story where the Stevens family go on a cross-country trip and they start they stop at Mount Rushmore. Lewis goes mountain climbing. He digs too deep and breaks off George Washington's nose. Everyone in the country would be outraged and looking for him. His friends would then meet up with him and they would all be on the run. But when the writers pitched this to the head of Disney... He had recently seen the movie The Truman Show for the first time and told him to basically make the kid version of that. The writers then went along with this idea. Oh, fascinating. I kind of like this version better just because it's like lower stakes, you know? Yeah. Like literally not breaking a national monument and then going on the run. Like, is this a life of crime? Is this like Bonnie and Clyde? I don't understand. It's just like, I don't know how you would even fix that. Like, that's like, that feels like insurmountable odds. Yeah. (laughs) Literally. And then like, how would he even stay on the run? He's what 14 in this like I don't understand um but yeah it also kind of reminded me of when we just went to Minnesota for our cousin's wedding and we were literally like so excited to get into South Dakota and then we saw signs for Rushmore and we were like we should go to Rushmore like go see the mount like the popular (laughs) mount go see the faces (laughs) go see the old dudes um with the big noses and then we um found out that apparently Mount Rushmore is not in Rushmore. Make it make sense. <laughs> America, explain. I don't understand. It, yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's a any cruel sense. trick. <laughs> I feel like someone in South Dakota is just like standing next to the sign that's like, you're at Rushmore, and they're like, ha gotcha. Every gotcha. <laughs> Jinx. Want to buy a squirrel? Psych. <laughs> like the guy from, the lady from Rat Race, when she's like, you should have bought a squirrel. <laughs> All right. Our last fun fact is that in the graduation scene where the beach ball full of of spaghetti explodes, Ooh, which is my dream, my dream. Yeah, I, I told Tyler <laughs> that while I was watching it. I was like, when will this happen to me? Yeah. Um, Jim Wise, the actor who plays Coach Tagnut or Tugnut, Tagnut, Tugnut, Tugnut. Tugnut, the gym teacher, he was nearly knocked out cold when two large bins full of the food were dumped on him to achieve this special effect. Oh my gosh. Spaghetti weighs a lot, you guys. It's heavy. Bro, death by spaghetti is how I want to go. Absolutely. Same. Also, like, that's how I want to spend my Friday night. Just like hit me with (laughs) a beach ball full of spaghetti. I'm in. Just explode it over top of me, please. (laughs) Literally. Coach Tugnut was literally such a vibe this entire film. I was like, first of all, the spaghetti, absolutely. He's like crying and eating it. I'm like, why is this me every day of my life? Literally. And then second of all, when he's like doing nothing the entire rest of the movie but eating pancakes. And like he even like pats his his face, his sweat off with a pancake. I was like... (laughs) 
he is me. We are one. I am him. I love it. Uh, Icon. So let's get into our rewatch. All right. Let's do it. When did you watch this last? Oh, gosh. I don't know. When was 2003? <laughs> like, I'm like, let's see. Ago. I'm 28. Let me do the math. Uh, yeah. Like, ugh, I don't want to say 20. Maybe I was 10 or 11 when I watched it what? last. What? I think, yeah, it was a, it was way, way back because I really wasn't watching Disney Channel after like middle school. So yeah, that's crazy. I mean, me either. But I always like, n- I always remembered this one. And I guess, actually, you know what? You might be right because I feel like I didn't really rewatch this again until Disney Plus came out. Yeah, so and I like- still haven't. <laughs> I'm like maybe I want maybe I was like nine and then when Disney Plus came out this was like one of the first things that I searched for on Disney Plus I was so excited when Disney Plus came out so yeah I mean it's probably been what year is it again it's 20 years after it premiered (laughs) no I mean like oh 2023 so it's been like what four years (laughs) I forgot that it's 2023 (laughs) so it's been what like four years since Disney Plus when did came alive yeah, Disney Plus launched in November of 2019, so. Yeah, so it's probably been about four years since I've wow, seen this. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Time is wild, guys. Time is wild. She be flying. So <laughs> so do you remember watching this when it premiered? Yes, I do. I do remember Let's watching watch this when it premiered. Let's watch Disney Channel movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like very few that I remember specifically watching when they premiered, and it was this yeah. one, Camp Rock, High School Musical. Mm. I remember just very specific ones that I yeah was like all about watching when they premiered. So, um, yeah, those I think those are the three that I remember like very. Spe- oh, and the Cheetah Girls movies, of course. Yeah, I watched all of the Cheetah Girls premieres. Yeah, those are the only ones that I think I really like made a point to be like Tuesday nine p.m. <laughs> this is when it's coming on. <laughs> nine p.m. I was really Did like you not seven p.m. <laughs> like 7 p.m let's be real I was about to say where were you um but yeah I I completely agree I think I honestly have never seen Camp Rock just a quick side note I've never seen it I've only seen the videos on TikTok making fun of it and they're like look at Allison Stoner who thought she was doing such cool moves putting her hands behind her back and like leave Allison Stoner alone she did her best <laughs> they kept putting her in the same role in every movie it's like oh my gosh but i definitely remember watching like halloween town when it premiered i feel like that was a huge one for me halloween town 1 2 3 i remember watching it every year maybe i watched calamar's yeah. revenge when it premiered cuz yeah. i don't think i think i didn't get into halloween town until after it had come on tv mm. Gotcha. But yeah. Yeah. I would watch that one and then um definitely Cheetah Girls. I mean, come Always on. Always Cheetah Girls. All yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's talk about what it was like rewatching this as adults. Did you watch Even Stevens when you were younger? Oh, absolutely. That's why I okay. was so excited for this movie. I watched <laughs> Even Stevens, I watched Lizzie McGuire, Phil of the Future, That's So Raven. I watched yeah. all of them. So with that in mind, what was it like rewatching this now? Like, do you still connect with the characters? I think all of the characters are like, when I was a kid, I completely like related and like loved them. Yeah. As an adult, the characters are like the most extreme caricature <laughs> of like a certain type of person. Every single yeah. one of them. Like they're all to the extreme. Even Ren. Yeah. Who I thought Ren was very normal. 
yeah. when I was a kid. Can I just say, I never realized Ren's name is Renee. Oh. How did I not know that? I literally was like, I thought it was Ren, like with a W, like the bird. So did for I. For so long. And I was like, so that's so I. strange. Like Lewis and then Donnie and then Ren. Like that's so unique. But yeah, her name's Renee. Oh. I was like, mind blown. Like, Wow, I totally missed that. Like I said, guys, life is a lie. That's crazy. I I feel like, so going back to the age thing. Yeah. I feel like I was very confused by their ages in this. Yeah. I was really perplexed because this is another one of those movies, <laughs> just like Lizzie McGuire, where like I thought Ren was older. Yes. And Ren was just graduating junior high. And yeah. It's very confusing because if you look them up on like Wikipedia, mm-hmm. it says that Ren is supposed to be 15. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know any eighth grader who is 15. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a sophomore. <laughs> like, yeah. that's not that's not an eighth grader. Like, that's wrong. Because they're like, oh, and then Lewis is 14. And I'm like, what? Because like this whole movie, I was trying so hard to like justify their ages in my brain. Yeah. Because I was like, so Donnie's supposed to be leaving for college. That makes him like what seventeen, maybe eighteen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so that then man Ren, looks like he's twenty. He looked old. Um. And then Ren, I'm not eighteen, but the actress was eighteen. But mm-hmm. I'm like, she's supposed to be an eighth grader, so she's like what thirteen, fourteen. So how old is? Lewis supposed to be I was like is he supposed to be 12 because then he also looks like he could be a freshman in high school so it was the ages are kind of confusing now that I'm an adult because they all like Ren and Lewis look like they're the same age almost and I mean it makes sense right like Shia LaBeouf was 16 Christy Carlson Armano was 18 Mm -hmm. just the ages all felt off it was very confusing for me to figure out what the birth order and age gap between people was yeah, I want to know where they got the audacity, like where they got the unmitigated gall to try and <laughs> trick us into thinking that she was 14 years old. Like, well, they're saying she's I, 15. I'm like, that's still weird. She's 18 in real life. I'm like, why can't we just have her graduating high school? I don't understand. Yeah. Like you said, like she my thing is, I feel like Ren, at least to me, does look older than Lewis because yes. Christy Carlson Romano has always, first and foremost, been stunning. But I feel yeah. like she always had like a very, a very mature face. Yes, an adult energy about her. Yes, and I guess it's just the character with how um, clean cut she is and like perfect she is and um, type A that kind of made her feel older to me. But I was like, what would what would change in the storyline if? she was graduating high school. Like, it makes no difference. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's like that's so Raven when they're just like, let's hold these kids in middle school forever. And, like, they look like they're all 21. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, it's, it's. I think it goes back to, we talked about this in a previous episode, but yeah. it goes back to how Disney doesn't want the stars of their shows to go past middle school. Yeah. And, like, it's the same way that Lizzie McGuire is just shown graduating middle school. Like it's kind of the same thing where, you know, they end it when they graduate because they're like, after this, they're out of our age demographic, right? Like their age demographic is like 10 to 13. So Mm -hmm. once you're past that, like kids can't relate to you anymore. So 
Yeah. It's kind of, I guess, based around that. But like, again, you can't make her 15 and then claim that she's an eighth grader. Like that doesn't that doesn't play. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess that would kind of go into like how they didn't really focus on Donnie at all in the show. So yeah, exactly. That definitely makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But the one thing that I really loved about even Stevens in general is like, yes, the characters are kind of like caricatures of their personalities and everything like Lewis is the screw up. Ren's the type A perfectionist, but um, like Donnie's the jock. But I love how like physically they look like real people. Like it's not, it's not like, I feel like Phil of the future was even kind of guilty of this. Like, making the characters look too nice or like too put together or like like the perfect family and I'm like totally agree I feel like this did a really good job of being like okay also the dad's out of work the parents are hardworking, but still present and like just making it feel like an actual family dynamic even though the characters are kind of over the top a little bit yeah no I felt like the family like for as over the top as some of their shenanigans could be yeah i felt like they felt like a family yeah and it oh my very... gosh when Re- when ren and, and lewis fight i literally felt like i was watching siblings fighting yeah exactly and I, yeah i agree with you i'm glad that they all just look like people and i feel like yeah. everyone in the even stevens verse even characters who aren't part of the family you know the friends and the girlfriends and yeah you know the principal like everybody looks just like real people they yeah. don't look like cw actors where everyone has to be picture perfect like you said yeah. and, you know beautiful they just all look very normal i mean even the girl they had singing at ren's graduation i was like she just looks like any girl that would have gone to your middle or high school like she just yeah. looks very regular yep. and yeah, I just really appreciated that. And I agree with you. They just, the realism of it was very on point for all the shenanigans that they put them through. Definitely. And that's also something that I never picked up on as a kid. But rewatching it, I was like, oh, like the dad looks like one of like my dad's friends. Like mm-hmm. the mom looks like my mom a little bit. Like stuff like that. I was like, I love that these characters, you could actually see them in real life. Totally. Um, but yeah, so just starting from the beginning... I loved the graduation scene just all together. I loved that Beans and his lack of listening skills finally paid off. Yeah. Um, I love that it looked like Ren was trying not to laugh the entire time. Like, I don't know if Christy Carlson Romano was just trying not to break character, but I loved that so much. Also, I loved how the principal literally had Lewis in a headlock. (laughs) (laughs) He's been through it. He's done enough throughout the whole series. Like, Lewis is on his last nerve. (laughs) He was like, bring on the lawsuits. I ain't scared of nobody. Uh, I also love how Beans' parents literally dipped. I was like, that is so wrong. They are literally the villains of the movie. Beans is annoying. I would also leave him and go to Helsinki. (laughs) But my thing is, I'm like, his parents are the worst. Like, none of this would have happened if they didn't, like, leave him and go on vacation. I mean, the... Steven still would have gone on their trip, but yeah, Beans would not be there stinking up the plane. (laughs) (laughs) Peeing on the fire. (laughs) So extra. Um, Yeah, it was wild. I mean, I guess it kind of was good for him to be there in the scene where he was the only one that ate the worm. Yeah, true. (laughs) Um, But Beans had a lot of nerve being so sassy in this movie. Like, he's the one that brought a suitcase full of bacon to another person's house 
and then just starts putting it in the fridge and he's like no I'm holding it for someone else like he like snapped at Ren and I was like sir you're the one with the whole thing of bacon and that's all you packed do you not also bring bacon when you're staying at someone's house (laughs) should I stop doing that (laughs) that bacon looked mad crispy and I'm hungry okay (laughs) I was like that looks amazing so yeah so I I did think that it was funny that the dad in this was like a lawyer and he didn't read the contract well enough apparently i also used to have like the biggest crush on donnie because like really i have eyes oh my gosh i always had a crush on twitty the friend what yeah i thought he was so cute when i was a kid no like donnie was like the older brother he had he was so dumb (laughs) he was so dumb but we love a himbo (laughs) love a himbo can we get into what happens when they get to the island yeah the cgi is horrible the cgi is so bad (laughs) and i commented that multiple times throughout the movie when the palace quote-unquote that's really like a fake resort when that collapses terrible cgi when lewis falls off the cliff terrible cgi (laughs) (laughs) even the waterfalls in one part i was like you are filming on location in hawaii location (laughs) like put some respect on the waterfalls i don't understand i could not stop laughing every single time Mutai and Ren were together in a scene. I can't believe they named him Mutai and tried to convince this family that a blonde white boy was an island native. Please look around. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm just, every single time, you know when he's coming on screen because... The entire like lens on the camera changes. It like blurs. It, it like turns like, kind of dreamy. Tone. <laughs> it all of a sudden the music comes on. It's like, oh, a, like yeah. a low bass guitar that's like and I'm like, oh my gosh, I know exactly who's coming. It's like someone set out the bat signal and Batman just shows up. I'm like, this is perfect. I love everything about this. But he was so cheesy, and I was like what is going on? Like literally, literally their scenes together were so intense. I was like, are they going to bang? Like, I don't understand. Again. And the <laughs> fact that she's supposed to be an eighth grader, like this is inappropriate. Yes. Like they literally were hitting on each other so hard. I was that like, that man looked 21. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's a child. I was like, why do you guys look like you want to eat each other's faces? I don't understand. It was a lot. The tension it was, was a lot. And then just his lines were so bad. Like the part where he was like, you should think of something happy, like the light of your own smile. I was oh like, like the light of your own smile. Like I made this necklace up. out of all the seashells you ever walked on on the beach today. <laughs> like literally. Bro. I was like, we saw you. You weren't behind her picking up shells, yeah. you liar. <laughs> Just like a man, you liar. <laughs> Ugh. And also like, my thing was, I was like, what kind of narcissist would smile at the light from the light from your smile like my own smile makes me happy okay you know what it was giving paolo it was giving you <laughs> shine like the light from the sun like f off tell me <laughs> get out of here with that tell me why you said paolo my mind went straight to princess diaries <laughs> <laughs> no it was like Lizzie a very McGuire pretty paolo <laughs> very pretty moose make all the boy moose go, go <laughs> oh my Dead. gosh but then Mutai in the snake scene he was like you just have to be uglier than the snake and he's like (sighs) and I'm just like the faces he was making were too much they were too much for me 
honestly, if that's how you get rid of snakes, like, no wonder I've never seen a snake. I'm already <laughs> uglier than it. I love snakes. I'm like, how do I draw them in? <laughs> It was also so funny. I literally was thinking at one point, um, specifically when Donnie falls, he like trips over something and he drops a bunch of sticks or no, someone Mm -hmm. trips him and he drops a a bunch of sticks that he was carrying. Right. I was like, one of these could have easily impaled him. Like I was like, this could have turned into a thriller at any point. As we saw at the end, they did not care for safety. (laughs) There was no attempt to stop them and worry about their safety. I was like, is this Final Destination? Like, this could have ended so badly. Mm-hmm. He could have kebobbed his face. Yep. Um, his beautiful face. But yeah, I really liked that the family at one point kind of put it together. That they were on TV. Like, obviously, Twitty felt bad for selling them out. So him and um, Tawny, which also like great names. I, lo- yeah. I always loved their names. Um, Twitty and Tawny kind of like find their way to the island because they find out where they're actually filming because they end up being on a show and he like feels bad for putting them on so he tries to help them out and first of all the part where Twitty gets caught and he's like they're like crate him or whatever and he's like this isn't a crate this is a trailer I'm like why are you complaining do you want the crate like I don't understand (laughs) and then also like they put it they put him exactly where he needed to be yeah like like relax (laughs) you should have been like thank you like yeah I did like that the family started to figure it out but like yeah it was surprising to me that they I guess not surprising like personally I feel like I would have figured it out sooner just because like there were so many parts where like oh Miles suddenly appears and he's clean and like well bathed and like yeah just having a great time his shirts are freshly laundered and like clearly ironed and he's like oh I live in a hut that only has room for one and I'm like but you got like what a laundry there like (laughs) yeah like that would have been weird to me because I would have been like okay well can we get like buckets of water or something from your hut like what can like that didn't make sense that they just like accepted that and then the other part that would have tipped me off was Mm -hmm. when he was like oh the plane accidentally dropped your food over here just follow these red tags all the way up there and I was like why would you have known to put red tags in the jungle to get me? Like, there's just things that I'm like, I feel like I would have been immediately questioning. And I'm glad the family did figure it out eventually. Like they did put it together and like realize when they put their differences aside and like Mm -hmm. talked about it, that they were like, none of this adds up. But I'm like, guys, there were so many red flags before this. So (laughs) many. Quite literal, literal red flags. (laughs) They're like, I'm colorblind. I don't see nothing. And Lewis even at one point was like, why can't you just sneak us food? And he was like, do you know how much I'm risking just coming out here? And I was like, are you, sir? You don't seem like you're stressed. (laughs) Like you could bring us a granola bar. Like we're literally splitting peanuts out here. Like let's calm down. Um, Literally the part where Lewis yelled at Donnie and was like, it's my peanut and you don't even like the tail. (laughs) So hard. Um, But yeah, like, I totally would have caught on so fast, too, just because, like, we don't trust everybody out here. It was just crazy. But yeah, and then Eileen, like, the mom, that lady has seen some stuff. She's hilarious. I did not find her nearly as funny as when I was a kid, and now that I'm an adult, I'm like, she's so funny. Yeah. She has seen some stuff. She heard the plane. She yeah. was like, I thought you said that there were no planes. And then she pulls a knife from her hat. At one point, she like, 
almost stabs her husband with a spear while she was fishing because she got startled. And I was like, she is a G. I'm obsessed with her. I just also love the part where like Twitty was like, do you guys hate me? She was like, no, we could never hate you. And he was like, so you forgive me? She's like, I didn't didn't say that. that. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. She's like, stay in your lane. I know you're sorry, but I don't forgive you. So I don't know, man. The one gripe that I feel like I have about this movie um, like the biggest one is probably the ending uh, when they ended up turning the tables on Miles and like and calling Lance LeBeau for gotcha. You know what I mean? Like I, I that whole part, I loved that twist, but I was like, you shouldn't have showed us when Lewis was falling off the cliff because like there's clearly nobody there to pick him up like to catch him with the net and then there's clearly no helicopter yeah it was it was bad cgi that was unneeded and then yeah tyler said the same thing because he came in for the last like 15 minutes and he was like bad cgi and also no one heard the helicopter and no one saw the net like okay (laughs) it literally was just rocks the way that they filmed it like the way that they edited the cgi and everything i was like you did not need this just show her pushing him off yeah But yeah, the other thing I was watching this and I was like, bro, imagine if Disney Channel just went like balls off the wall and decided to kill the main character of a show in the series finale movie. Like that'd be crazy. That would be wild. They wouldn't do that. (laughs) They would never do that. But literally, I was like, what if he just like didn't come back? (laughs) That would be insane. That would have been wild. And then they would not have been able to make holes. So (laughs) literally, Um, I did like, though, that. We kind of get to see because they are on like a reality show. I love that they we got to see everyone's reactions, like all the series regulars and they're all watching and they're mm-hmm. all like, like specifically Larry when he's like, yeah, get him, girl and stuff like that. I was I like, loved I it. love him so much. It was so funny. But yeah, I'm also convinced that these are the original Kardashians. Explain. Because... Chris Jenner must have seen this. Like, she must have seen this and been like, I have ideas. Let me make a reality show about my family, too. Yeah. Just she would never, ever, ever put them in a situation where they didn't have, like, a million-dollar penthouse to stay in. <laughs> They're like, it's called glamping. We brought our yeah. own hut. Come on, um, please. We all know, like, 10 years ago when Kim was just even swimming in the waters of Bora yeah. Bora and lost her <laughs> earring. And she's like, my earring. And Courtney goes, Kim, there's people, people that are dying. dying. Like, that's the extent of their even Stevens. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, I don't really have any other notes about this movie. Just, I just have to add one more thing that like my favorite part in this whole movie is so small, but it makes me laugh every single time. Like it's when Lewis and Ren are at the end and they're like sitting on the wall and um, he's like, you know, Jason, like spend the summer with Jason or whatever. And and she's like, who? And then Jason comes out and it ends up being the guy that was the actor that was playing Muay And so <laughs> Lewis, he's like, okay, catch you later. And he literally just flips backwards and you can <laughs> hear the thud of him hitting the sand. It's and so I don't funny. know what it is about that part, but it makes me laugh so hard every single time. Just no concern for bodily injury. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I just have a quick question for you. Mm -hmm. Do you think you and your family would survive being stranded on an island for a week? 
No, I would turn into Ren with the spear <laughs> after the first day. And I think my entire family would attest to that. Like, I would immediately yeah. hunt all of them. Like, yeah. <laughs> I would go bonkers. Somehow we would split off, but like we'd split into three groups. And yeah. It would not help. It would not be helpful. There's only four of us, by the way. So <laughs> it's me against two other say. groups. <laughs> It's like you it said in the last mess. episode, like trying to figure out how to divvy them up. You're like, there's two single and then there's a double. Yeah, like, there's two <laughs> singles and a double. And yeah, it's going to be like my dad and brother together. My mom's going to be doing her own thing. And then I'm going to be hunting all of them with a spear. Like it's going to yeah. be a mess. <laughs> what about you? Do you think you guys would survive? Hell no. I would starve to death within the first hour. Like <laughs> after like 20 minutes, everyone's going to start looking like quarter pounders with cheese I don't, <laughs> you also get a spear alone. and get to hunt everybody <laughs> just from the threat alone um I'm gonna be like do you remember what you said last week about my weight like <laughs> smack um I also would probably try to I would probably be like the first to die on accident too I would be like <laughs> I would try to like climb a tree to get a coconut and then like fall and break everything so yeah you know what happens <laughs> yeah um but yeah do you have a favorite character and why is it patrick green who is patrick green again <gasps> how dare you he's the guy that was like Lalo, and he's he was real name was patrick green and he kept tricking donnie oh he was very yeah. funny <laughs> he was extremely funny i love that he was just like so down for messing with donnie <laughs> He's like, I got this. Step back. Say less. I thoroughly enjoy that Donnie actually got something right and like genuinely yes. remembered this guy. Yeah, it was fantastic. But who was your favorite character in this? I think my favorite character in this was the mom. I really, really enjoyed her. I yeah. thought she was so funny. And I was like <laughs> not expecting that I was going to like her so much or find her as hilarious and endearing as I did. But I really liked yeah. her. I yeah she was a lot of fun I really every time she was on screen I feel like she had such good subtle comedy where Mm -hmm. it was like she's still a mom she kind of makes jokes like a mom would but But she she was also so insane she was also crazy (laughs) she does it so well oh um I think my favorite was probably probably Lewis Lewis kind of like made me laugh every single scene he was in and I was like me being the youngest I can identify like that's funny because I, I think Lewis was my favorite when I was a kid but I yeah I could not relate to Lewis and as I got older so yeah I thought but he was always my favorite character when I was a kid yeah every time he said anything I was like I I would say that I still yeah. would say that like the part where he was like ha when they were all like ha ha he was like I have to have the last word ha or yeah everything everything that he said was hilarious even the part where Ren was like holding the spear towards him and he tried to like karate chop it out of the way when she wasn't looking. <laughs> but yeah, is there anything else you would have changed about this to make it better? I don't think so. Nothing beyond what I've already mentioned. I mean, I don't think so. I I think it was pretty solid. I actually really enjoyed this. Yeah, me too. I thought I, I had a lot of fun rewatching this and I was surprised how much yeah. I remembered. I was telling Lex before we started like <laughs> Tyler was like, oh, you know, I never watched any Disney Channel movies or Disney Channel in general. And he was like, what's it about? And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I like went through the whole plot and I was like, 
I'm surprised I like remember the plot to yeah. this detail. Like I haven't seen this movie in 20 years and I remember yeah. the plot down to every detail. And I was like, wow, look at me. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> yeah. So it's a memorable, it's a memorable movie and a memorable plot. Definitely. And I also think it, it definitely helps that we both watched even Stevens when we were younger yeah. too. Cause I feel like it, was so much more nostalgic to rewatch this because you know it's like the series finale. Mm-hmm, definitely. But yeah, so let's get into our critic ratings. Let's do it. So the Even Stevens movie received a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb, a 50% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, a not much better 52% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, but it got three out of five stars on Common Sense Media. For our ratings, we can rate the Even Stevens movie on a scale from A plus to F minus. A plus meaning this movie is so wonderfully nostalgic. It's so much fun to rewatch, and it's the best combination of Survivor, Punk, and Disney Channel. <laughs> F minus meaning this movie is garbage. The graphics and plot are so cheesy, and I'd rather be stranded on an island than watch this again. Based on this rating scale, Lex, what would you rate the Even Stevens movie? Um, well, we already discussed I'm not one with nature. I am not. <laughs> I would not survive if stranded on an island. So I'm probably going to give this a B plus. I had a yeah. lot of fun rewatching this and I probably will rewatch it in the future. Um, it's definitely not perfect. It is really cheesy. Um, I'm looking at you, Mutai. <laughs> but I did have such so much fun watching this and I watched it with Maya and she enjoyed it. So it's obviously like it's not amazing for kids like I feel like kids might kind of be bored with it a little bit after mm-hmm. a while like she was but no it was really good and I had so much fun rewatching it what about you I think I'd give this a B I think okay. I would definitely watch it again in the future it's not something I'm going to personally turn to and immediately put on like oh my god I have to watch the even Stevens movie yeah but it was really fun and like I said the plot is memorable enough that like I can recall it 20 years like post watching it the first time so yeah yeah it's a fun movie and I think it really captured that era where like reality television was just starting to become like a big thing and like something that people were into and like they really capitalized on that and yeah it's just it's a fun movie like you said it's cheesy the graphics are terrible (laughs) but it's it's cute and yeah I don't know it's fun it's easy laughs honestly though like the originality though of the the originality of the plot I'm just thinking of it right now and I'm like literally we have smart house uh like the house is smart scary we have phantom of the megaplex where it's literally just kids trying to save a movie theater from a ghost we have like double teamed where it's literally just basketball 13th year he just turns into a mermaid but then you have the even stevens movie where they literally get a free vacation and then end up being tricked into this whole scheme of like reality tv without even knowing and just like it's so wild and the reality so tv show was such it was such a plot twist. It was wild. When we were kids, like watching it and finding out, oh my gosh, they're on TV. Like yeah. that was mind blowing. It was such a cool twist as a kid. And yeah, it's yeah. so original and unique. And I remember feeling so bamboozled when yeah. Ren like pushed, quote unquote, pushed him off the cliff because I was literally like, I thought she killed him. Even yeah. when I was a kid, I was like anxiety inducing for the first time ever. I was like, what is this? Why is my pulse going so fast yeah totally Um, but yeah it was it was a lot of fun it was a good time I would watch it again 100 percent 
yeah definitely guys if you haven't seen it it's on disney plus um it's not like the most perfect movie but if you kind of take it for what it is i think you'll have a good time re-watching it i agree so thank you everyone for joining us if you do not already go give us a follow on social media we can be found on instagram and tiktok at chasing childhood podcast and on facebook at just chasing childhood thanks so much guys we'll see you next week bye everyone see you in september bye